Hello and welcome to Forget the Numbers, the CMS student podcast. My name is Alan Lynch, I'm the Head of Education. I'm here with Connor. Hello. Today we're going to be talking about the order in which you should consider doing your SEMA exams and whether it's a good idea to do one or more exam at a time. And we'll also be answering a student question. So first, taking your exams um, together or do you do one at a time? And I think recently we've talked to one or two students who have done a bit of both. Um, I think, Connor, it's one of those things It's really up. It's how committed the student is in the time that they have. Yeah, I think it's it's that. And then we always say the phrase with students of like, what's the rush to an extent? I, I'm a big believer in not adding unnecessary pressure by like, you know, if you're doing on-demand exams, booking three on-demand exams, yes. <laughs> you know, the same week, why not just focus all your attention on one, clear that, chip away at it. So that would be, I, I'm certainly of that belief, don't add unnecessary stress to what can already be a, a kind of pressurised time. I think the biggest um, thing with SEMA, the biggest um, tempter really, is the fact that you have a sitting every every quarter. So, for example, the sitting's coming up in November and then you have a sitting again in, in February. Yeah. And you're kind of tempted, well, if I've only got one case to the exam to do, I could do my three objective test yeah, yeah. cases. <laughs> I can just start studying the day after my case to the exam ends and I'd have roughly, I'd have three months to do them. They kind of forget about the fact that they actually have to study for the case to the exam. Yeah, yeah. And I think sometimes you can get kind of uh, too rushed and too panicked into saying, I have to finish, and I have to finish as quickly as possible. Yeah, and I think that's as well, that's grand in, um, in theory when you say, perfect, I'll take the weekend off after my exam, I'll start yeah. studying the Monday, I'll do a load of five, six hour days, and I'll, I'll just keep chipping away. But you need to take into account, you know, that it is a, a bit of a, a process that you are you are going to be doing these exams for a while, you know, um, particularly things like the case studies that are that are new and they can tire you and be a bit more cumbersome than you might expect in your preparations. That mm. that you're not, um, yeah, biting off more than you can chew at any one time. I think, and I think it's also about a little bit about experience because I think um, there's different backgrounds. So there'll be the people who will come in and they won't get any exemptions, so they'll start off at the the operational level and they do, they'll have their three objective test cases. And I guess they can ease their time and if they go well, they can they can speed up. But I think there's also an assumption when people get exemptions that it's SEMA telling them, oh, you're a really good student and you'll handle this, no problem. Um, but if you think you're getting exemptions for what work that you did in college or subjects that you did in college, um, but how many people do objective test questions as an exam in college? I know I certainly... No, that's a long time ago. But um, but I know we certainly never had any, and I don't know many people who have those type of exams. So even learning the skill of those type of exams, even if you think the content is relatively straightforward and easy, is something else as well. Um, so the, the background thing, so there's no real answer, I guess. There's a few things. Um, uh, I guess what we're going to be using is a little bit of advice from the SEMA website. Um, and... Um, We'll get Connor's take on some of these, uh, some of these points. Um, so straight from the SEMA website, um, we looked at some advantages and disadvantages uh, of doing one exam at a time. Um, I said one of the one of the first things that you notice would be that obviously you can focus on one subject. So if you're doing the financial ones or if you're doing a strategic one, you're not kind of getting mixed up in your topics. Um, you can take it as soon as you're ready and it might be more manageable. So depending, again, you might want to continue doing exams, but you might think that work is busy or family life is busy in the next sitting. So you kind of say, well, I'll just do one this time or two this time. So that yeah, is a big I, I think with the, with the study plans as well that we have, that you, it's easier to 
incorporate one of those study plans into your your week or your routine. Um, obviously, each time you add a subject, you have another study plan that you're trying to get a certain workload, and and that can become a little more difficult. Yeah, so it's really useful in that way, and I think there's there's lots of opportunities for. So I think probably what we'd say is that one exam is, I'd say it's the most, I say the word guaranteed, but it's you've better chance of success if you do one at a time and concentrate on one. But there are negatives to doing the one at a time, I guess, um, because you're you're when you're doing one at a time, especially for the levels in SEMA, you're doing three different areas of focus. Um, but if it's been a while since you did the first one, when you come to the case study, it might seem a long time and you're trying to access that knowledge again. So you may need to refresh that knowledge. But the advantage of doing a number of them together as quickly as you can kind of see the links between the different subjects and you can kind of say, oh, I, I see how those financial reporting and strategy work yeah. together and then you can apply that in a case that's study. Integrated thinking. Yeah, that's a great yeah. word. But it is, it is that fact. Whereas if you've spent, for whatever reason, a number of months um, doing the three um, on-demand subjects and then you get to a case study, you may forget what you did in the first one. So... I think there's a balance between every student wants to pass their exams, but with SEMA, there's a there's a longevity of the knowledge that you need and you need to be able to carry it over into the case study. So you have to be very careful that that gap between the first um, objective test case um, exam that you do isn't that big until until the case study. Yeah, and I think the other point which you kind of touched on earlier is not just presuming because you've passed three objective tests, um, you know, exams that you're suddenly ready for the case study, that that just transpires itself into guaranteed success, that there is a big, you know, you do need to leave sufficient time to prepare for the case study because it's a whole other type oh, it's of a whole, a whole other thing. And I think the pass, the current pass rates would, would lead you to believe that some students aren't picking up, that they, you know, having the knowledge from those um, OT levels isn't enough that that, you know, you really need to train this whole new skill and approach. I think the one part that um, as a student, and I, I have to say, um, I probably previously would have had this feeling, um, is that the, I think there's a feeling that multiple cho- choice type exams are easier. You go, oh, you don't have to write big, long essays, or you don't have to remember lots of things. And you just go in and you you answer all of these questions and you get marks per questions and they're easy to pass. And there is that feeling that I think that people are a lot more relaxed about multiple choice exams than they would be about the traditional going in and writing or typing um, really long answers. Um, but you, in order to be able to take one of exams, there's so much content to cover. And uh, like we've had a look at some of the books that providers give out. I know we don't do it that way, but those books are, when they got delivered to our offices, they were pretty chunky. Yeah. And there's a lot of content in there. And, and even though we've kind of narrowed it down and, and probably more efficiently think, teaching it or effectively teaching it, um, it is still a lot to kind of um, build on and learn from. And you do need to spend a lot of time practicing those questions as well. It's not a case of, okay, I've watched all the videos. I know what you're talking about. I'll just do an exam. It's that time practicing the discipline of being able to answer those questions, doing the mock exams, all those things yeah. that we cover in the study timetable. And I think people forget that, you know, what multiple choices retesting is how in the detail you know it. You know, you, you don't get really general, easy multiple choice. You get ones that are designed to make sure that you really understand the, the kind of technical 
parts of the syllabus. Well, you still have to use a calculator. It's not. Yeah, yeah. It's not a. And it's not. <laughs> I. I have to say, with people, some people, and and I would again, I would have been one. It's like those multiple choice questions that, like, what is a car? Is it an automobile? Is it a house? Is it a? Yeah. It's. It's not that like. I think really tough multiple choice questions when you read them the first time you can nearly say well god it's, it's all or none of them <laughs> yeah yeah or like the, the worst one is when you see four answers and you don't think it's any of them but the other one is that like usually it's two or three possibilities and let's say if it's a calculation thing you could do your calculation three different ways and end up getting the three, 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 the three answers because yeah. the examiners know how your students train are thought and, yeah, yeah yeah so they're like Every answer in a multiple choice question means something. There is potentially a way of getting to that and making that slight mistake. So the excitement when you do your calculation and you come to one of those answers, say, oh, it must be right because it's there isn't always the case. So it is a skill. Yeah, in or itself. it's the closest one to what I've calculated. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. surely that. 24 is there and I've come up with 21. So yeah. yes, it must be 24. And I think uh, examiners know that. So these exams are the alternate choices to the right answer are usually pretty close or possible. So I think they have to be careful about that. Um, so I think the, our, our answer is that we don't have, um, every person's different. It's the amount of time that you can you can spend studying. Um, I think if I was doing them, I'd probably do them in, in a, as condensed a manner as possible. I don't think I would try and do three objective test cases and then a case study and then try and do that on a quarterly basis. Um, if I actually had to sit down, and I was thinking about this earlier, if I had to sit down and plan out how I would attack SEMA, and if I was doing it from, this is assuming no exemptions, and I had to do all the three levels from scratch, I think you'd probably do them in six months. I think you'd spend maybe kind of three to four months doing three objective test cases and then leave the two months at the end for a case study and try and do them in six, try and do a level every six months. I think even still that might be pushing a little bit, but then nine months seems to be pushing it out, especially if you've got yeah. all three. Um, but I certainly wouldn't be, I wouldn't be taking that risk or that gamble of doing, trying to do three objective cases, case exams, and then the case study. I think that's unnecessary pressure. And I think you'll, it's one of those things that if you take your time at the beginning, you'll get through at a nice pace. If you try and rush it, you'll fail exams and take longer in yeah. the long run and you don't and actually benefit at yeah, the end. You'll fall off course and you'll have you've planned and you'll have booked other things. And it's, yeah. Yeah. So some, it is that case of what's to rush. You have to do your your professional, your time effectively. You have to, to get that, um, that real life practice. And it doesn't start when you finish your last exam. It's starting the day you begin work. So I think it's much better doing it that that horrible old people saying of slow and steady, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, and the, I'm going to start telling the the stories about the the hair, the hair, the hair and, the hair and yeah. tortoise and stuff. <laughs> but it is, I think, over time, if you do it that way, um, and make it part of your life rather than make it this big deal that happens every every month or every couple of months, I think it's a much easier way of doing it. Each week at the end of the show, we answer questions sent in by our listeners. You can send your questions in by email to podcast at learnsignal.com or tweet us at LearnSignal. So we've had a, a question in from um, one of our growing student population for SEMA and um, they are asking about the gateway. And for anybody who doesn't know, their gateway is for a master's accounting student um, or an MBA student who's looking to kind of join into um to SEMA so they can get exemptions all the way up to the management level case study and then they have to do the strategic level. 
So, and they're asking us, will we be offering support for case study exams and for gateway students in particular? Um, and I think the, the answer to that one is yes to both. Um, obviously, our case study product is being launched in the next couple of weeks with the pre-scene coming out, yep. um, which is going to be um, a really big thing for us. And we think we have a very unusual product um, for that that will help students um, pass their exams in a much more effective way. Um, but the gateway is interesting because kind of we've both done master's programs. Yeah, yeah. And then we've done exams after master's programs. So um, there is a a cockiness feeling, should I call it? That is, we've yeah, done a master's. Yeah. Don't we know everything now? Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't... And it can really, be quite the opposite. <laughs> so. It can be, and especially going into professional <laughs> yeah. exams. And I, I think you go, well, I have a master's. Yeah, there's kind Surely. of an, an unwarranted cockiness, which you might... Yeah. Um, where, yeah, it, it doesn't necessarily... trend transpire exactly as you think and the levels no. can be off and even though I think the way of examining is a big part of it and yeah um, the different but I think the 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 one thing the one piece of advice for gateway students and we will be releasing um kind of a let's call it a, a tuition pack for gateway students specifically for those students who are coming out of master's programs and hitting the the management level case study but I think the, the the important thing to remember in that, and and Paul, who's looking after all our case studies, and you'll come across them a lot if you're doing case study exams with us, um, it's about learning to talk SEMA. Yeah. And I think he puts that really well. It's kind of, well, if you look at, you do a master's program, whatever college or university or whatever you did your master's programs, the, the person who's teaching you is also the person in domain writing the exam. So, like, they know, yeah. and I've been there, they, you know what's coming up in the exam. You know when you kind of, when you're teaching a group of students and they don't get an idea or they don't get a topic and you're thinking, oh, I better work in this yeah, harder because I put it on the, the exam. The last week of lectures, you're, exactly. you're not giving up on that why topic. Do, why, do you get full, why do you get 100% attendance in the last week because they're waiting for tips? Um, but I guess that's not capable of SEMA because nobody has a clue about the papers, mm. really. And even from the pre-scene, I don't think you get enough... So I think the the important um, thing for gateway students to learn is that how to talk SEMA. And it's a different way and, and professional exams are different. And there is that um, urge to show all the great knowledge that you've learned in your master's programme and, and to an extent show off a little bit that yeah. you're you're well capable of SEMA. Um, but I think what it is, is you, you just have to learn to communicate differently and learn how to communicate your ideas a little bit differently. And if you concentrate on exam technique rather than um, trying to, and I would say show off because that's I know that's what I would try and do. It's <laughs> kind of, oh, I know I know this subject and I know all the subjects around this. So I'm going to tell you everything I know. Whereas you have to be much more focused and, and, and trust that you're, you're doing a completely different um, qualification now than you were in your master's programme. So I hope that helps, but do look out for the videos that we're releasing on Gateway and the whole case study product um, in the next couple of weeks. That's all for this week, and we'll see you again next week. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>